We're not rehearsing. We're re- this is we are be... rehearsing. What else? It's not. We are doing it. What is done? We're going to so good. It's going to be so good. Excuse me. Do you have any problem with authority in your home or in your life? Welcome to Friday PM, everybody. <laughs> That's what we're talking about tonight. Stay tuned and see. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Friday PM. Let's talk about it. Praise the Lord. Welcome, welcome. Wherever you're joining us from in the world, whatever country, city you find yourself in, welcome to Friday PM for our regular viewers. Good to have you with us again. And if you're new to Friday PM, welcome. Great to see you. And we hope that you enjoy the program today, that you're blessed with it. And we hope that you can subscribe to our channel and just enjoy all the material that's available to you. And uh, we give God all the glory and just pray that you'll be mightily blessed. Well, to begin our topic today of talking about authority and our authority in Jesus, we're going to let you see a quick video clip from a man called Vlad Safchuk. And uh, he's a really fun guy to watch. So watch this little video clip uh, to set the stage, if you like, for our topic today. And we'll be right back. When a Christian fulfills their duty as a Christian, they automatically have an authority. It's like a police officer. When you are a police officer, you already you, you have a badge and you will have a gun. Even if you forgot that gun in the police station and you forgot that badge in the, poli- in the police station, but having a uniform will be enough. You already walk with that confidence and with that authority. Now let's imagine, for example, you are not a police officer. But you want to impersonate a police officer. First of all, it's a felony. It's a crime. When a non-Christian wants to walk in spiritual authority, they are impersonating. It's a felony in the spiritual realm. They will always come under a heavy attack. That's why the sons of Sceva, they were impersonating spiritual authority. It backfired against them. When you're not walking in obedience to God, you are impersonating spiritual authority. There will always be consequences. So the secret is not that you need to be perfect. You just need to be obedient because authority is connected to obedience. You can't live like you want to live. Do what you want to do and say, oh I'm a Christian and so therefore I walk in authority. That's like me walking out on the street and say, I'm a police officer. Why? Because I live in Pasco. No, no, no. I don't belong to that department. No, no, no. The, the chief of police did not release me. They did not give me the identification. Now I can buy the police uniform on, on eBay. I can buy the badge on Amazon. It does not make me a police officer. It does not make me somebody who has the authority. I will always walk with insecurity. And that's why whatever it said today, he did the meditation and all this stuff. But the spiritual world recognizes one name. The spiritual world responds to one authority and that authority is the name of Jesus. Now if I am really good liar and if I am really good fake person I can fool one or two people in Pasco with a fake impersonation, with a fake ID and with a fake and and with a gun and with a fake wardrobe. I can pull them over and even take their money but that will only go so far. My friend if you want to walk in authority you got to belong to the department of Jesus. 
you got to have Jesus as your chief of police you got to have Jesus clothe you with righteousness you gotta and then he gives you his badge and then he gives you his power but please understand if you do not walk in obedience and you you will pretend to have authority you will not have authority license and registration Christoph <laughs> <Don't shoot. laughs> she has the authority okay Put it up. <laughs> well we hope that you enjoyed that that video clip about Vlad and uh, I love his enthusiasm but just the revelation that he has on the authority in Christ and do yourself a favor you can look at the, the that teaching if you if you like and would like to see more um, but uh, great how he has illustrated it and just practically mm. as well so one of the main things that he said there that I, I, that, I, that we took away from it is that when you walk in your assignment you will walk in your authority and this is the life of Jesus, isn't it? Yeah. Because he was in assignment. He always say, I only do because my father, because of my father. I only do what I see my father. What do I mean. see my father do. And he was, he was always referring back. And when the disciples questioned Jesus and they said, well, in whose, under whose authority? In whose authority do you teach? In whose authority do you do healing? He said, I'm coming. I'm, I'm coming. You know, it's the one who sent me. I'm sorry, I'm misquoting probably the scripture there. But he always refers it back to his assignment. He was sent here to do what he's doing. And it's in that authority that he's operating and doing everything that he does. Mm. Rachel, take it away because you had a good take on it. <laughs> well, you said about that obedience also comes from that assignment. Sometimes we're looking for power and all these, these things. And we want to go out and we want to heal and we want to do this and we want to do that. But what is your assignment? What has God told you to do? And are you trying to do these things so that the glory can come to you so that people can say that you're a powerful man or woman of God? Or are you doing them because God says, you know, I want you to pray for that lady. I want you to pray for the checkout lady. I want you to do this and I want you to do that. Are we being obedient to those things? Are we just doing things that try to make us look good? Because if we are, um, then we're not operating in assignment when we're trying to please ourselves and mm. make ourselves look good in front of other people. We're not in assignment we, we we're doing something we've we've perverted the assignment but if we are honest and we're just humble before the lord and the lord says when we go out pray for this person do this speak to that person over there then the the authority comes we can we can see people be healed we can cast out demons we can do whatever it is that god tells us that we need to do hmm. very good Rachel. keep going <laughs> <laughs> yes anyone else uh pick up on that uh Anyone wants to add? Well, why are you speaking, Rach? Um, I'm just thinking back in the scriptures. It's it's always when a person was with God or had intimacy with God, they'd come out always with power. When they were gathered in the upper room, the Holy Spirit fell and they went out with power. And Moses, when he was faced with the burning bush, face to face with God, that's when he moved to Pharaoh and he did exploits. And then again, when he went up to Mount Sinai and he was with God for 40 days and 40 nights, he came down with instruction. There's always a reverse process. If you're lacking authority in your life, if you're lacking in seeing signs and wonders, it's probably because you need to retract and you need to get back in your closet and have intimacy with God your father and 
And when we spoke to Lil the Finn mm. a few weeks ago, yeah. she always said when you go, when Moses went up to the mountain, he came down with instruction. So whenever you're with him, you'll always mm. be handed instruction. You'll always be handed power. And whether you're obedient to that, that's when the power mm. kicks into gear, mm. isn't it? And so the Lord's been dealing with me because I've been crying out for signs and wonders and revival and I'm finding myself too much into that maybe at times when the Lord says, don't worry, that'll come. Just spend time with me. And just like Vlad says, when the uh, police officer tells you to wind down your window and give license and registration, please. He's coming from a place of authority because he's been given that authority from his chief mm. in the offices. And he's gone through a lot of training and he's been, you know, through it all in order to have that authority. So uh, for us to go back to realize that our assignment's been given to us. And when we come face to face with our assignment, we're in obedience. And then authority automatically, the guy winds his window down, stops his car and says, okay, officer, here's, mm. and you go, wow, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I just wanted to add to that about, you know, um, when Lil Spin said, you know, you go to God, you pray and prayer, when you come out of prayer, you should have instruction. And, you know, in the Bible, it talks about where um, a man took his son that was being tormented by demons to the disciples to cast out the demon. They couldn't do it. Jesus came and said afterwards, when the boy was healed and everybody gone, the disciples said, well, why couldn't we do that? He said, well, this type doesn't go out but by prayer and fasting. Mm. What he wasn't, he wasn't trying to say, oh, just observe these spiritual disciplines. It is about spending time with the father. What did God tell you to do? It didn't. Mm -hmm. It didn't come out. Well, we're listening to what the what did the Lord say? Uh, what is your relationship with the Lord? Are you close with the Lord that the Lord can say, "Listen, I want you to do this this time. I want you to say this. This is the issue here. This is what you need to deal with." Or we're we just going to go from a generic. Well, I did this last time, so I'm going to just try what I did last time again. Mm -hmm. That's not coming from a place of relationship. That comes. That's coming from experience. But God doesn't want us to, just to move in experience. He wants us to move from relationship and experience together, hand in hand. Mm -hmm. Yes, and then, then the authority will come. He said, and Vlad also said, your spiritual maturity does not increase your authority. Your authority increases by your obedience to Jesus. He also said, don't seek deliverance as we seek. Seek devotion to God. Seek commitment to God's will and purposes. Um, and he said again at the other point, authority doesn't, you, have to, you don't have to be perfect to walk in the authority of Jesus. You just have to be obedient. And that's where I believe nowadays our authority is under attack as Christians. Mm. We're being marginalized. We have to be so careful what we speak, isn't it? We can't say the wrong word and someone can take you to court. You know, you have to be careful with gender, with race, with nationality, with this, with that. I mean, there's, there's, there's so much. And, and I think some of us struggle to walk in that authority. But what he's basically encouraging us to do is to find our ministries, walk close to Jesus, Let's hear what, he's, what assignment he's giving us. And then we can walk in that assignment with authority. Mm. That's, what, that's what I really took from what he said. And in the same breath to say, he might put you in a ministry or put you under someone for direction and mentorship where you basically learn to be obedient as well and to, to follow that kind of instruction. Because, Rachel, you picked up, 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 up on it as well, that 
You cannot just say, you know, the Bible says, how can you say you love God if you cannot love the one in front of you? But the same thing is, if you can't be obedient to an instruction given to you in the flesh, how can you all of a sudden be obedient to someone that you cannot see and say, well, I'm really obedient to God, but, you know, I can decide what to do when this person tell me, tells me something that's under God's authority. It just doesn't work like that, does it? No. No, you can't leapfrog authority. Authority is authority. The Bible says that God put, places people in authority. And if... And we all as human beings struggle with authority. I think from the fall, you know, Satan, he, he was thrown out of heaven. Why? Or he struggled with authority. He wanted to be the head honcho. I think every human being, we all have a struggle with authority. And the enemy tries to attack authority because he knows that if we um, do not receive God-given authority, then he has dominion. And we don't mm. have the dominion that God, we don't, we can't operate in the authority that God has given us. Mm. So... Um, it's important for us to be able to take all th- take, you know, if somebody's over you, if somebody is um, a leader over you. Nobody's saying you must endure any kind of spiritual abuse or any kind of nonsense like that. But mm. but but we do have to be able to take instruction. Somebody says do A and then do B and then do C. You can't do A and then do Z and then do Y. And, mm. and th- then you wonder why they're not happy. Because I said to do A, B, and C, they didn't tell you anything about Z or Y. No, the, the scripture said, "Be faithful in the small things, and you'll be, be given." Or be faithful in little, isn't it? Yeah, that what yeah. the scripture says, and you'll do much. Christoph, you you're cool with authority, man. I mean, natural. Is it? Does it easy? Or sometimes it's not. It's not always easy, is it? No, like it, Rachel said, it, it's it comes from the original sin. Basically, it was problem with authority. Uh, uh, the original sin was going against um, the clear instruction of God. And this is what they did. They, they crossed the authority and basically the devil being jealous yeah. uh, went down and made the man who has been created by God do the same exact thing as the devil did because of envy, pure envy. Yeah, yeah. And the, the amazing thing for me is, is you know, when we start recognizing authority and 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 uh, uh, grow in it, see God in it, it's almost like if you if you recognize it, you could see the fruit of it. Um, I'm going to give you an example from Matthew 8 verse 8. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I'm not worthy that you should come under my roof, but only speak a word and my servant will be healed. For I also am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. I said to this one, go and he goes, and to another come and he comes. And to my servant, do this. And he does it. When Jesus heard it, he marveled. And he said to those followed, Assuredly, I say to you, I have not found such great faith even in Israel. And then, of course, all the healings uh, took place. So he knew what authority was. And because he was raised up up as an officer, because he could submit under authority, he was given authority with those under him. And that's why when he met Jesus' authority, he recognized authority. It was so easy to submit and say, I recognize this, this authority. So you just say it and it will be done. Um, so I, th- I think it's an area of growth, Rachel, because some of us get abused. Some of us have had spiritual leaders in churches that have that have tried to control us or they've, they've, they've done something wrong. They've been in the flesh. They've maybe said something that have really upset us. And I think, well, I'm not touching any of this stuff again. Um, but, you know, Jesus is our authority, number one. But we must recognize when he's using people in our lives. And sometimes people might say something that we might not always like and say, well, I'm not... Okay, but Lord, out of obedience, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and do do the step, take the step of faith and do it. And I want to be obedient 
And God can trust us. He can entrust us. And then when we hear his voice, isn't it a bit easier to listen to it? And I, it like you said, Charlene, just getting ready to be under, to be instructed. And say, Lord, what instruction? As we said, come down with instruction. What instruction do you want to give me? Um, and then we can take it from there. How do we then go out into authority when we are in a situation where we need to take authority as Christians? Because I think, Zach, we were talking earlier about you being in different churches and realize that they um, want, they want to be moral and they want to live good lives and want to be good Christians. But I think some people are stuck on that level and they don't realize that, that the scripture I have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome the power of the enemy. Mm. And I know these days us as Christians are faced with the power of the enemy because he does have a power, Absolutely. but he's not the power. So when we come across a situation, I find many times Christians um, become um, timid, timid mm. and they don't take authority. And I like what John Bevere said the other day. He said, if you don't allow if you don't take authority, the enemy is going to take over and wield his authority all over you. And so it, uh, in these days and times, it's, it's from out that intimacy that you spend with the Lord that you have the authority to look at a situation and say, Satan, you are disarmed. Satan, you have no more power. And I, I trample you under my feet in the name of Jesus. Get out now in the name of Jesus. Mm. Um, I, I sometimes long um, for for all of us to have that and for me to have more of that authority when we are faced in a situation where we realize um, I can't bear it anymore, but my God can. Mm. Mm. Thank Praise the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> That's also important. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, praise the Lord. I mean, I just want to give an example. It's at, at, at one time we were in uh, in Nairobi in, in Kenya. And um, I just never forget this night. And I don't know, I think I, sh I shared it with the team, I think just before we started that uh, we were in heavy traffic one night. Remember, we came from ministry and we, was, we were locked in a traffic jam and we couldn't move for a long time. And it was late at night. We were tired. We had ministry the next day. And we were just sitting in this traffic and sitting and sitting. We were literally... Yeah, we were like not far from home. ...a couple hundred yards from our junction that we had yes. to turn off. And That's we, right. We, we're gridlocked. We can't yeah. move Yeah, for, for, for a long time. Yeah, so we're sitting in this van and in the dust in, in Africa, we're just sitting there, sitting and sitting and sitting. And uh, John, he... God just spoke to him and said, we must move a truck. There's a truck that was on a side road that was blocking all the cars that we could take a shortcut to get to our turning. And John realized, hey, this is really the enemy that's got this whole thing sorted out so that we can't get home to make us more tired than what we are. And we can't get home. We literally gridlocked. We were not moving. And then John said to me, Dan, I want you to go to that truck driver, that front guy, and tell him he's got to go around that thing and go and park somewhere else that we can be free to go. And he just said, you go. And I remember, <laughs> I remember when he said the word go, I felt like, it's like it's like I got this this surge, and it wasn't adrenaline. You just go with something that you just feel I'm being sent, and you you do carry something with you. You carry something with you, like someone has someone. God has told someone. I believe that God spoke to 
someone who's an obedient vessel in the form of John that instructed me, I've given you the authority to tell the truck driver to go and move. So with that, with that authority, I mean, praise the Lord, I got out of that van. <laughs> I walked down there and I knocked on the truck driver's door and this guy didn't look happy to see me. He's like, what do you want? And I said, he said, please, sir, I want you to move your truck now. We've been holding up here. None of us can move. Can you please move your truck? And I mean, this guy was a big guy. He wasn't very happy and he didn't want to listen to me. And I said, sir, I want you to move your truck now. We, we, you're holding up everyone here. We are gridlocked. We cannot move. Move your truck. And immediately the man, it's like, it's like something. It's like, it's like someone pinched him with a needle on his butt. He was like, oh, okay, okay. And <laughs> he quickly started his truck, moved, did a whole maneuver there and moved his truck away. And all of a sudden, all the cars were free. And we were ready to go. Two minutes later, we, we were out of there. And you were in the middle of all the dust and the traffic and the craziness. And you were going, you go there, you go there. Yeah. And it was really uh, amazing, Dan, how you were with obedience, like Vlad said. You were obedient to the word that was given to you. And mm. through that obedience, you received that authority yeah. to speak to that man. And then further on, have the authority to tell all those cars, you go there, you go there. We were watching you from the van going, look at him. He's got such authority in the middle of the road, telling everyone to go. And they're like, oh, okay, turn here. Oh, okay, turn here. It was amazing. Yeah, I mean, I saw authority yeah. at work that night. Mm. It was amazing. Yeah, it's God's work. I, I even told some guy, hey, you better slow down, man. You got to, you know, just drive carefully. <laughs> <laughs> but it really, it, it, and that, that's, that's, that's the exciting part. But, you know, Jesus healed in authority. If we cannot take authority, you know, God, God will struggle to use us if we can't take authority over over sickness over the spirit of death the spirit of sickness you know to really take authority Amen. and like like susan said the other day in the name of jesus to, to to command that authority and i i do believe the more we're willing to submit to god's authority and to spiritual godly authority around us the more he releases us in that authority because that's what you said rachel because you know otherwise you won't abuse it and and, and our motives need to be pure as well why do I why do I need that authority? Now that's what you touched on. Is no, I'm I'm learning that what he said is, is just we were on assignment that night, weren't we? So we were already um in the biblical pattern of mm. we were on assignment that night ministering. And and he said when when you're when Jesus sent out the seventy, mm. he sent them out on assignment, and then yeah. they received the authority. Yeah. So sometimes, if you're lacking that authority, just go back and realize: Am I on assignment? Mm. And and while you were speaking, I realized: Aha! So you can't wield authority if you yourself are not under authority. Yeah. Mm. And um, that, to me, is where discipleship comes into play because they were disciples that mm -hmm. Jesus sent out. Mm -hmm. And discipleship is so important. We are constantly being discipled every day, uh, learning from each other and learning from you, Dan, and, and from John all these years. And, you know, uh, you know when you're under authority, because that authority has been placed in your life, you mm. it's a biblical order. Mm. Yeah. And I think those lone rangers out there that uh, are trying to wield authority, I think, you know, many times it could be fake authority, mm. you know, because they're not yielded to, uh, yeah. Yeah. to authority. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, Zach, as well, didn't he say, I mean, he, he talked, didn't he, about... Um, 
um, fake authority. He said, you know, if you could, you can survive so long. Wow. Yes. Hey, um, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> prompting, prompting. I'm trying to remember what he said about that. He talked about the sons of Skiva and, and he yeah. talked about, and he said, you know, you can survive for so long. Some pe- You can fool some people, but it doesn't last. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I've I heard a pastor one time talk about, um, you know, when you, when you, when you go out and you're in under the authority of Jesus and you spend time in the closet and you've been intimate with God and you're born again, you're spirit filled. Like you have, you, you have that, that true authority because God has given it to you. You know, yeah, we're under, yeah. he's, Jesus said before he left, he said, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. And then he gave the assignment, go therefore and go make therefore. disciples, yeah, yeah. teaching them all I've commanded you. Mm. And, um, and if so, if we're walking in that, then that's walking in true authority. But if we're walking out of that, and if we're going to make our name for ourselves, mm-hmm. like you mentioned earlier, before we started, if we're going for ulterior motives, then you're not going to have real authority. You're going to be yeah. like Simon the magician, which he said, teach me how, how much money do I have to pay you? Yes. To teach me how, how I can cast out demons or how, I don't, I don't remember what it was, but heal the sick or whatever, mm-hmm. um, Simon wanted to do. And Paul rebuked him. And he said, you know, that's, it's, that's not what this is about. We're mm-hmm. under assignment. Our assignment is to love people. And that's the authority we're walking in is a direct authority and headship of Jesus Christ in our lives mm-hmm. under the power of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And anything aside from that is not godly um, authority or um, a direction. And when we walk in that, then yes, people will be healed and demons will be cast out. Mm-hmm. I remember one pastor saying, um, and it really freed me because I used to wonder if I pray for this guy, you know, is he going to be healed? If I... Um, I, I, early on in my um, Christian walk, I had um, I, I saw uh, I drove demons out of of a, of a girl in a drug rehabilitation clinic, and but there was always this hesitance, and when I felt the prompting of the Holy Spirit to go and pray for somebody, and the hesitancy was, what if I pray for them and it doesn't happen? And then I got set free one time. I heard um, somebody say, "It's not your name at stake." You're praying for somebody, and that's how we walk in that true authority in the name of Jesus, is that we step forward in his name by faith to do his assignment. That's true authority, mm. and his name's on the line, not ours. Yeah, yeah. And uh, for me, faithfulness uh, and longevity, like a true servanthood, when you're faithful in something, for me, there's also an increase in authority where God can trust you more. You show that you can be tested. Sometimes we get tested. Am I truly, truly, truly willing to do whatever it takes? Sometimes when I, it doesn't even make sense to me, am I willing to go for it? Mm-hmm. And as soon as we start passing those tests and, and, and proving to God that we can be tested and, and, and proven ourselves worthy, then he releases us more as well. Um, and that's why sometimes, that's how many most of my growth has come because men of God has told me, go and do this thing. Go and pray for that person. I'm like, that person... How can I go and do that? Why don't you go and do that assignment? Go on that mission trip. And on this mission trip, someone says, why don't you guys go to that village and go and minister in there? And most of the time, I didn't want to go because I'm thinking, I cannot do this. Either I couldn't do it or I don't want to go or I'm too tired to go. But every time that I went, I acquired something. The Lord stretches you in that time. That's where you learn. That's where you get stretched. Look at Susan from the interview the other day. She didn't want to. She didn't want to be be the main speaker. The main speaker pulled out and he said, "Well, you're the one." She was under instruction. Mm. Now you lead the meeting because the other one couldn't come. Boom! A whole ministry changes. The authority was given. I'm almost said, "Bam!" Like these Americans, bam! And immediately the Holy Spirit gave the authority, and all those people got healed, and their ministry 
totally expanded from that moment of, of, of obedience. Yeah. Mm. So there's definitely some keys here that the Lord wants us to 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 acquire, and uh, keys of faithfulness, key, keys of of, of obedience. Um, Sticking it out. And just one thing that he ended with that really touched me was this authority is exclusively to believers. Yeah. And if you're a non-believer, it, it's going to be a fake authority. You you can get the badge from Amazon. You can get the clothes from eBay. You can look like a policeman, but you won't have the authority because mm. you haven't been given the authority and he says, uh, he did quote scripture about, and I think we'll put it down, mm. about authority that's been given to believers. Mm. And um, that really spoke to me because I, ah, oh, I am a believer. I believe, Lord. Yes. And uh, that's why I have it. So if you're not a believer and, and, and you are listening or watching, why don't you give your life to Jesus? And Ask him to come into your heart and give you that exclusive right to wield your authority through Jesus Christ and to see the enemy flee in every situation in your life in Jesus' name. Mm. Mm. Amen. I mean, in Mark eleven twenty seven, um, it says, Then they came again to Jerusalem, and as he was walking in the temple, the chief priests, the scribes, and the elders came to him. They said to him, by what authority are you doing these things? Who gave you this this authority to do these things? And, uh, you know, if we need the authority, we must just ask the Lord, Lord, under which authority am I doing this? Was it my good idea or was I instructed by you to do this? And as we said in that example of being in Nairobi, you know, we all prayed. We had a lot of people praying. We seek the Lord about direction. God used people in Kenya to say, it is right for you to come. We're covering you with prayer. We were sent out here with prayer. We were received by prayer. They set up the tour. They delegated to where we should go. And then finally, we were coming from this church to be in that position. And then the authorities, it's, it's all connected. It's all connected, connected to divine direction, divine uh, in, instruction, and then divine authority will come out of your assignment, out of your ministry. So, uh, so for someone out there today and you say, well, I want to grow more in my authority in Jesus. Um, I want to find my ministry. I, 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 want, to, I want to flow in this a new authority that I believe the Lord wants to give me. Then just receive it today in Jesus' name. Uh, may the Lord direct you into what His perfect will is for you. May you flow in His instruction. And if God gives you godly leaders and, and men and women that fear the Lord to, to help you along the way, to come alongside you, perhaps to mentor you, um, then follow the instruction, follow it, and God will bless you. Um, nowadays, many people are so cynical about church. We're either cynical or critical, or we just go online. We don't really want to get that plugged in again. So do yourself a favor. Don't miss out on the blessing. Don't miss out on in that joy of being under His authority, being sent, being released, being prayed over, and uh, so that we can do might and mighty and wonderful things in Jesus' name, that He can use us to teach to heal and to set the captives free. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. So uh, God richly bless you. Thank you for joining us today on Friday PM. And uh, we hope that you can watch that video of Vlad again, go and, go and dig a little deeper. So for the sake of time now, we're going to end our time together, but we are going to leave you with a great song that carries, we believe, great authority. Wherever we've ministered the song in the world, 
it's like that authority of Jesus does come into the room. And uh, so be mightily blessed as you listen to Our God Reigns as we leave you. So from all of us, God bless you. Thank you for joining us again on Friday PM. It's the place to be. God bless you. Bye-bye. Join with all the angels My heart shouts